And you talked a little bit about the core values of the mm-hmm. company. Yep. And I want to get into that a little bit. Um, I look those core values. So for those that are that don't understand what we mean when we say that, because I know we use that a lot. Yeah. And a lot, a lot of brands and companies have created that for themselves. Yeah. Which I believe every company should. And every big company and every big brand has them. So you can steal some of ours, you know. Faith is our number one. You got to believe in the mission, right? We're doing a lot of big things. Uh, you know, how crazy is it that all two, mo- two three months ago, we're like, hey, we're going to start five podcasts, mm-hmm. right? Like, all right, let's go do it, right? With people who don't have traditional podcast experience, <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> like, for sure. If you would have told Sorry, me. Sorry, you all. <laughs> <laughs> no, but hey, hey we're, we're crushing it, it's right? Working. I mean, it's we're, we're, we're doing it, um, right? And so you got to have faith in the mission, have faith in the people and the company, and if you don't have that, then all the other core values don't even matter. They yeah. And, and core values are just foundational principles. For sure. Right. And I can I consider foundational principles just a compass of our uncertainty. Mm-hmm. Right. This is how we work our way through anything that we're uncertain about. We stay to we stick to these principles and essentially everything will work it work itself out. Right. Like to me, it just anchors our identity. Right? Mm, I agree. You yeah. can't you can't you can't argue when you come in and you spend time with us. When you get on these calls with us, when you actually get time to spend, time spent and time bought in, even if you're just listening to the podcast and, and taking the content, there's no argument that we do stick through to uh, stick by these core values mm-hmm. and these principles. And so that's how I that's how I see it. What do you consider is like the most important principle for a successful business to scale? Oh, that is such a hard question. Um, I would say the most important principle. I mean. Let, let, let me prep, let me backtrack. Actually, mm-hmm. it's just finding people who align with your core values. I think like so we have ours. You know, train daily, play fair, no ego, serve others, um, and so those are like what we measure our team and our people against. Mm-hmm. Right? There are other companies that are wildly successful that have probably the exact opposite core values. Mm-hmm. Right? Um, it's just under like the way I look at a business is it's almost like. It's, it's like an organism. It's, it's like a living, breathing thing, right? So just finding people and other things that align with your core values. So I think it's building a team of like-minded people who you can show up and achieve a common goal with every single day, right? Yeah. And then so there's no one right way to run a business. That's what I've learned. I've mm-hmm. seen a lot of people who have probably shady core values by our standards that mm-hmm. are extremely successful. Mm. Right. So it's just finding people who, I, and I hope those are none of the people listening. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's they're fine. not in the community. Yeah. Right? They're not in the community. So <laughs> you're, you're not here. You're, you're in good company. <laughs> but it's finding a team that you can be around on a day to day basis that's all motivated towards a common goal. I think, like, if I look at every successful business, they have that one principle. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What do you say, though, uh, like for the entrepreneur? Yeah. Right. And, and I want to get into like actually scaling a business mm-hmm. because that is what you, Sure. You do. For an entrepreneur, right, what type of, like, mind shifts need to take place, kind of related to core values and things like that, for it to to be successful? So this is what I tell—this actually might be in the WealthCon presentation, right? But the thing that I see a lot with, like, entrepreneurs, and mainly solopreneurs, are they work harder for their boss or their employer than they do for themselves, Mm -hmm. right? So Mm -hmm. they— have lower standards for themselves than they do the company that they work for, mm, okay. right? So number one is develop your core values and develop what your standard of work is and then stick to that. Mm. That's what's going to make you very successful. Mm. And then when you start bringing employees on, 
your employees will either rise or fall to your standard. That's good. Right? And so whatever your standard is and whatever you allow for yourself is also what you're going to allow for your employees. Right? Yeah. So that's going to be the biggest thing for any organization. And this is kind of what we had to do just recently in our own company. Right? We're like, we really took a look in the mirror and we're like, what are we allowing with some of these people? Mm-hmm. And like, and that's where... I mean, Ryan's going to tell you on stage, I'll tell you here, um, you know, we went through a big reset recently where a lot of people left um, and we didn't fire very many. We fired a couple, but we didn't fire very many. But it's because we changed our standard Mm -hmm. and we we raised the standard and the people who didn't like the new standard or the new responsibilities, they left. Um, And so anyway, I think the biggest principle that I, I can see for successful organizations and that I try to embody is like, adhere to my standard every single time. And if somebody isn't meeting that standard, we either we're going to help them correct it or they're just, they're not going to work here. They're not a fit. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So like, you know, and it's funny, two years ago, Ryan told me not everybody's going to be with us as we grow. Mm -hmm. And he said that to me and it was funny because it wasn't random, but it was like, I was kind of experiencing my first firing. Ooh, yeah. Right? It's brutal, right? Like, I don't <laughs> know, if, you know. If you're out there and you're listening and you've gone through that for the first time, mm-hmm. you got to be cold to not feel anything in that moment. For sure. Right? Like, in my mind, I'm thinking, oh, man, like, they have kids and their families and this is taking everything. Like, you know what I mean? And I wasn't even aware that they knew it was coming. Right? Mm-hmm. But it was like, he told me, he was like, to show me, like, where the hole is and what we're trying to do. And I showed it to him and we broke it down and we went through it. We figured out how to fix it and what areas. And it all led to something that was just one common thing between all mm-hmm. of the issues. And so hearing him say, you know, not everybody's meant to go with you and not everybody will be here as we grow was like, man, like you, you know, you're 1000% right. Some people just can't fully buy into what you know, that change or what is needed to happen in order to go to the next level. A hundred percent. And I think that was a lot of what 2023 showed us, you know, as a as a company. And it wasn't everybody, but it was a, a good portion of of individuals. You know, building a team though, right? Building a strong team mm-hmm. is, is is something that you play a major role in mm-hmm. here at the at the company. How do you find like the the right type of talent and the right you know and mm-hmm. the good employees of the core values core values <laughs> but yeah there's more to it um but last thing I'll say about about your point is mm-hmm. dude what got you here is not going to get you there mm-hmm. right and some people who might have been key players and this happens with all businesses by the way so um you have your big startups you know your facebooks all these other tech companies, yeah. you know, they have, they go through different rounds of funding, got the series A, B, C, this is like when they're getting a bunch of venture, venture capital money. And some operators or some employees, like they're just really good in the series A stage, mm-hmm. or they're good when it's like a series D or like a public company, right? Because they're better at systems processes, right? So there are certain people that are going to get you to a, a level and then either the job role is going to change. The demands of the company are going to change. And that's okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, you, but you're going to have to part ways with those people. But, yeah, firing is the worst part of the whole job, man. Yeah. It's, it's, I've, I fired a lot of people this year. <laughs> um, and it, it's, it's, it never gets easier in my eyes, at least. No, for sure. Um, but to your point about building a team. And so, yeah, the, the way we do it is, you know, number one, core values, we measure against those. And then I really need to see, depending on what role we're hiring for, like I need to see some ability in that role, mm-hmm. right? I need to see, and this is something that we tell all of our like business students is do some sort of skills assessment, mm-hmm. some sort of mock t- 
test, right? So for you guys with your editors, you better see some pro- you better see some past work, right? You better see some videographers, like you better see whatever their camera work is. We do the same thing for sales, right? So we do like a mock call with the people. We're like, hey, you know, I'll give you my script. Ring, ring, hello. And like, it's it feels awkward and it's kind of like mm-hmm. clunky. But also I've done this for other organizations that I used to work for back mm-hmm. in the day where I would do a mock demo where I'd be on a computer and I'd show them and do it all. If you're hiring an admin, send them some data to go put in Excel. Like no matter what, the, you need to do some sort of skills assessment. Yeah. Because um, that's going to help you filter out a lot of people.